You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Well, once again, thank you for joining us on this beautiful Tuesday morning in the beautiful Black Hills of South Dakota. We're here at the Mustard Seed Catholic Bookstore in Rapid City, South Dakota, right next to our uh, the new Chancery Building. So if you ever have a chance to support them, that'd be amazing. Uh, just a great, great store. Lots of great materials. This is uh, one of my uh, most went to stores. I come here fairly regularly. It's it's I should say the Mustard Seed Catholic Store, aka Temptation. Yes. <laughs> Um, So once again, uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, This morning we have had a few just great guests talking about, uh, we had Ken Oreck on right away this morning talking about uh, the Catholic Veterans Group. Uh, And then we had just just a minute ago, David Naglieri talking about uh, a Knights of Columbus documentary that just came out. And now we have a young gentleman who is involved in... Just those things, Knights of Columbus and growing in his faith. We want to welcome uh, Lyman Mayhaffey. He's here this morning with us. Welcome, Lyman. Hey, it's my pleasure being here. Yeah, so Lyman is a parishioner at the cathedral, correct? Correct. All right, so Lyman, just give us, give the listeners a little bit of background on you. Just tell us about yourself a little bit. Well, I grew up here in the Black Hills, uh, Belfouche originally. Uh, I remember when I was really young going to St. Paul's of Belfouche and Sleeping in the pews sometimes because I was <laughs> just a toddler. Uh, my family kind of wandered away from the faith, and then we came back, or I came back, and trying to work ourselves back into the faith. But I always, growing up, felt something was missing. And I didn't know what it was until I grew up a little bit and I got into the faith, and then that hole was filled. That's the biggest thing in my world right now and just being with him and going to mass and being part of the knights and all the other groups i joined and are part of well that's amazing so i mean uh what brought you it sounds like you kind of fell away so grew up catholic but then fell away what what brought you back what was the event the the situation what what brought you back uh well I had a lot of rough times growing up, and then right after I was done going to college, I had a friend uh, here. We started a prayer group, and that kind of kick-started my way back in, and we'd pray the rosary and do a Bible study. And then after that, that group kind of fell away for a bit, and then I met my wife, uh, and she and her family were deep into the faith and really pushed me into it a lot more. And the more I dove, the better I felt. So I just wanted to be able to bring that to more people in the world because without that guidance, you're just lost. Well, and I think that's, it's always kind of the telling story. It's all of a sudden like, huh, yeah, I met a good woman, and she straightened me up. That's, I mean, I know that's my story, too, a little bit. Um, it wasn't completely my wife's doing, but nonetheless, like, um, when we surround ourselves and when we are involved with people uh, who are very involved in their faith, we naturally also tend to, to grow in it as well. And, I mean, even as you said, like, start you, your whole kick coming back towards your faith started with a men's prayer group. 
with the men's prayer group. So you're involved at the uh, uh, with a men's group that has been meeting for oh boy, I don't even know. It's been multiple months now. Yes, it's been multiple months uh, at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Uh, so did you jump in right away? How did you hear about it? How did you get involved? Uh, it took me a little bit to actually wake up that early and get there. Uh, but our nights group started uh, into the breach video series to help other men and just how to live the man role mm-hmm. of a Catholic man. And that's what they just kept asking me to come every uh, night's meeting. <laughs> so finally, I realized... God, Jesus gave his time for us. Why can't I wake up and give a little time back for him? That's very, very uh, important, obviously. Um, But it sounds like you guys did Into the Breach. Yes. Um, And I know recently uh, you guys have been doing Evangelizing Catholics by Scott Hahn. Um, So just what has been some of the the biggest takeaways that you've taken from uh, both the Evangelizing Catholics and also uh, Into the Breach? Uh, into the breach, one of the biggest takeaways there, the video on suffering. Uh, I used to look at it as God was mad at me, and that's why I'm suffering. And now, after seeing that, and also I listen to Bible in a year, I realize suffering is not God mad at you. Suffering can be a grace in itself. And how you look at it, it's bringing you closer to Him. Everything the Lord does brings you closer. And if you don't see that, then you're still going to be in the dark. Well, so uh, we're talking here with Lyman Mahaffey uh, from the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. here this morning and just other content and we're talking about his involvement in the men's group that he's a part of at the cathedral uh you mentioned it was hard to wake up what time did you have to wake up uh well we used to meet at six thirty, and we just now moved it back when we started the evangelizing catholics to seven so I live across town, so I'd usually wake up around 5 so I could have a cup of coffee before I went, even though there's coffee. Got to wake co- up before you go, right? <laughs> there's coffee and donuts there, so got a little more there. Yeah, um, so I, I know this will be a question that usually people never say to ask, but um, to kind of guide us a little bit in regards to this discussion that we're having, um, how old are you, Lyman? Uh, 30. You're 30. Okay, well, okay, I don't feel that old. I, and I'm a young gentleman, I'll say. I'm a young gentleman, and I'm. I, I, it's always bad. Once you get a little older, you probably know the feeling. You forget how old you actually are. Yeah. So then you actually have to calculate. I think I'm 34. I believe I'm 34. It went. Uh, uh, trust me, I'll know when it comes my birthday here in a little while. I, August 6th, it's coming around the corner. Um, <laughs> but you're a younger gentleman, uh, which will help lead us into some of the discussion that we're going to have in regards to why you're involved, like why you're young, why you're involved. Um, but I want to kind of hit a little bit more on this content. So you've you've been now jumped into Evangelizing Catholics, um, a book by Scott Hahn, Dr. Scott Hahn. What has been your takeaway from this book? Oh, it's hard to just narrow it down. The actual role of being a Catholic is to help evangelize and spread the truth the good word and seeing how 
the steps to do that in the book is probably the biggest takeaway because you can't just drag somebody to the church. It doesn't work that way. You can't chain them up and put them in there. <laughs> Even some days you wish you could. Oh, no, some days you wish you could. That <laughs> the is whole the caveman thing, whop yep. them over the head yep. and carry them in. Or the cowboy lasso them up and drag there them. There you go. Pulling them behind the horse, right? Right. Um, so, as we see, so Evangelizing Catholics by Scott Hahn um, also alludes to a very, very fundamental idea within the view of the church, which is, I'm not, I, you guys started the book group a little later than the mm-hmm. other ones that I've been kind of running at the cathedral, and one of the elements that it talks about, and tell me if you've got there yet, hopefully, um, is the fundamental role of the family, and especially of parents, and being the first formers of the faith. Uh, we. We have gotten a little bit on it, uh, probably not as far as you have for <laughs> sure, because we like going a little slower and focusing on each part. So, but being a Catholic family and a member of the faith, it all starts at home. You have to evangelize your family and get them to heaven. That's the main goal, even in your marriage. When you go through marriage prep, they tell you your goal is to get your spouse to heaven. And I took that to heart. And I know my wife has too. And if you start straying away, you put them back in line. Well, you're supposed to spread that not just in your house, but take that from your house and spread it out in the everyday world, which into the breach taught me that is the (laughs) breach. Uh, going to church that is the calm before the storm and as soon as you walk out of those front doors of the church then you're back in the fight to get everyone to heaven well, and I think that's beautiful in regards to just seeing the true role of the family um, we always talk and we want to talk all flowery like oh yes my goal is to to get my wife and my kids. But the reality is, is that, like, it's, it's, it's hard work, mm-hmm. right? Um, it is hard work for us to help bring about my own holiness and to work on my own holiness, but to also try and encourage the holiness of others, to encourage the family uh, to grow in holiness and to be uh, devout in our faith and our love for Christ. I mean, it's, it's hard work. It's very, very hard work. Um, anybody who has kids definitely knows what we're talking about, you know? <laughs> yes. We're all like... Holiness, Lord, give me patience. Lord, give me patience. Please don't let me shake them. Um, I mean, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just a bad parent over here. But um, but at the same point, uh, I want to come back to this. We're going to head off to break here really shortly. But to come back on the other side and really talk about um, how you've seen this element to your life of being a young man with a family, young family, um, why is it important? for us to dive into the faith, to grow in holiness, and then more importantly, actually, to, to find these groups to be uh, affiliated with, these men's groups, these different organizations, to help us grow in holiness as men and being men of virtue. So with that, we'll come back on the other side with Lyman Mayhaffey, uh, parishioner from the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help, continuing our conversation about uh, manhood and, and being a man of God in the family life. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it on Monday at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference will help you learn how to take faith principles and integrate them into the workplace. This year's featured speaker is Super Bowl champion and former Minnesota Viking, Matt Burke. Join us on Thursday, August 19th at the Convention Center in Sioux Falls. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to faithandbusinessconference.com. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Once again, good morning. This is Brett Eckert, my co-host Karen Gibis here with us this morning. Uh, and we have Lyman Mayhaffey from the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Um, and we're going to take the next bit of time, Lyman, to kind of dive into the to a really big thing that's on my heart all the time um, in regards to you're a young man, you're a young gentleman, 30 years old. I'm a young guy. I don't know if I call myself an adult yet, but I'm 34. Um, and just this idea of what fundamentally has clicked for you in regards to why being involved in these men's groups and these organizations that help us grow in holiness and help us continue to live a life of Christ, uh, why it is so important. Now, you've been involved in the Cathedral's men group, and they've done different content. They've obviously done Into the Breach. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're doing Evangelizing Catholics. Um, but outside of the content, because so many times people will be like, oh, you know, uh, the con- like, there's a book that I have to read. I don't know if I really want to read the book. Um, or, oh, I don't know if I really want to. That doesn't sound too intriguing to me. Um, a lot of, actually, these organizations and these men's groups that get created um, really are also about the men that you get to know and you're with. So besides the content, besides the the great content by Scott Hahn, the great content by the Knights, um, what have what have been the greatest benefits that you've seen from you being a young man, being involved in this group? Uh, I actually picked up a lot of mentors. Uh, most of the men in these groups have been older than me and 
they teach you so much. And they aren't just mentors, they become friends and true brothers. Um, so having that is, instead of being a single pillar, you have multiple. You have somebody to lean on to help teach you the right and wrong way of Christ. And if you have any questions, you can ask one of the older gentlemen that has been there and done it. It is better to listen to your elders than to wander around trying to figure it out yourself or you're going to keep falling. <laughs> well, and I think you just said something that's, that's really captivating. And you said this idea of me being a singular compared to me being able to, to lean on somebody. Um, so I'm going to pose it in kind of an interesting way. Um, we have our spouse, right? We have our spouse. We have family, right? And they're there to back us up as well, right? You even mentioned yeah. earlier that the number one goal of like mar marriage is the holiness of the spouses, sanctification of the two spouses. Um, so I would say there's obviously an element in which within our matrimony and our marriage, we're meant to grow in holiness. What has been the benefit, though, of having somebody outside of just your spouse, these other men, to help you grow in holiness? What's been the benefits? Well, the wife has their own role. The man has his role. Well, if you don't know the man's role, then the wife can't teach you the man's role. You need another man to teach you that role. Steel sharpens steel. And we learned that uh, on the End of the Breach video series. So if you think of it, young men, they don't necessarily know what they need to. They might think they do, but we surely don't. There's so much more to learn. <laughs> oh, come on. Those young guys got it all figured out. Well, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> and then you make a mistake, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, yeah, I don't have it all figured out. <laughs> right? Um, so as you're kind of alluding to is this idea that it's not just necessarily uh, for my own good, but this group of men is all orientated towards growing in holiness together. Correct. Um, now, I will be fairly frank. Um a lot of times, these men groups, I talked to Ernie Garcia, the guy oh, who started this group, guy. right? He's amazing. He's a hilarious guy. Um, and he's the guy who kind of started the one at the cathedral. And the reality is, is though there's kind of this vacuum, this this area that is not being met in, its, in regards to young men. Um, that young men, young fathers, are really, for some reason, not getting overly involved in these types of groups. So today is also kind of a, a pitch for all the the men out there to find these young guys, right? And then also wives, you want to know what nagging is necessarily always a great thing, but sometimes nagging is an okay thing. Um, some of the best things that I've ever done in my life is because my wife kept telling me that I needed to do it, you know? Uh, sometimes my wife is smarter than me. I hate to admit that. Hopefully she's not listening because if she is, she will times. not let me forget that. Um, but right... Um, what is causing this vacuum where there's no young men involved, do you think? I think they, that phrase of being lukewarm, you're either got to be in or out. Being lukewarm in the church, you aren't going to get the full graces. And we need to realize that Jesus and the apostles gave up time and their lives for us. You can do that for them. And us as a church, we have to. It's not uh, 
I'll, I'll just go on Sunday type of deal. It, church is every day of your life from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed and then while you're sleeping also. So this is going to sound like countercultural maybe. You're saying that faith can't just be a Sunday type thing. It's got to be every element of your life. Correct. And that's amazing because really isn't that what we're called to be? Isn't that how we're called to live our lives? And how, how have you seen your growth as a man? Has it grown more since you've been involved in this men's group? Oh, tremendously. Uh, bringing God and Jesus into my work life, into family, into every conversation I have, and going out and trying to see Jesus within everyone I meet, that has opened the door to my prayer life to make it stronger. Because I'll go out and I'll pray for these people that I meet that are having troubled days and try to talk to them and bring them to God also. So just that alone, uh, I used to feel kind of a weight on my shoulders before I started doing that. And that weight has gotten lighter and lighter since joining these men groups. Well, that's beautiful to hear because, as you said, as that weight gets lighter, we become more willing to share, more willing to go out, more willing to step outside of our normal comfort zone. Because I think some of it is is, is uh, we've gotten comfortable in our faith a little bit. Like, oh, well, yeah, I'm a good, I'm a holy person, but ask any more of me and you might get me to get a pretty grumpy mood on, you know. Um, and But as I'm having this conversation, like, Lyman, you are an example like, you are what what the church really, truly needs. Um, because I know the statistics. The statistics like, I, I'm involved in a men's group in Hill City, and I think one of the hardest things for me ever is hearing the stories of the older men who have lived through these experiences and, and, and share their hearts. And I mean, when someone shares that type of experience with you, like, that bond, that brotherhood, that friendship only goes grows so strong and so deep. Uh, but I do say that, and tell me if you've had this same experience, the hardest thing, because you're a dad, you've got one daughter, yep. right? Little girl. She is so much how fun old, now. Three? Four now. Four, boy, right? They grow fast. Yes. You know, a four-year-old daughter, and you look at them, and for so many parents out there, we could never think like that our four-year-old in another 20 years might be walking away from the faith. Right? I mean, right. that's a, that's hard for us to imagine, but it kind of sounds as if you have this orientation towards understanding that I have to help grow in holiness to then be able to pass it on to my family. Correct. You, you have to be the shepherd of your family. If you're not the shepherd, then you're... What are you? Just a man standing there. Right. You don't have a virtue. So, being a shepherd of your family means praying with them teaching them the Bible, showing them this is the way to live. If you do not live this way, then your life's going to be a little more rough. Mm -hmm. Well, and I mean, I think one thing for me is hearing these stories of these older men who have went through these experiences, and then all of a sudden they share, like, the, the biggest gr grievance, or the biggest, not grievance, but the biggest grief that's ever been on my heart is my kids who walked away from the church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, because I think, as we see as young men, like, this is a call to all young men. If you're not involved in growing in your faith, the probability that your child is going to walk away from the faith goes up e incredibly. 
I mean, you can go and do the research, you can see the statistics, but the call is for men to take on manhood and to realize that their job is to lead their family. Um, and I can tell that within you, Lyman, like, it's so important to you personally, but also your family, your spouse. Um, why, why is it that you have gravitated so much to this being of the utmost importance? Ah. Uh. Hard to say the exact time that we realized uh, every relationship is a family. Yeah, you're going to have rough times. But if you don't put God in the middle of that, it's just going to get worse. And that's when we realized when we started fully diving into our faith that our relationship as uh, husband and wife grew stronger and we were able to move forward and live our life to a happier, fuller extent. And there was less turmoil in the home, outside the home. Just our whole life was a lot smoother when we did that because he's there to help. Well, as you said, it, it helps us see that need to be able to to come to these pathways where hardships are going to hit and be able to cross those bridges not alone in isolation but really with our spouse and with our family um i we had a a close friend a few years back um uh, my wife's childhood friend uh they lost a child to SIDS unexpectedly and she actually spoke at the funeral and it was so powerful when she got up there because she said uh, a wise person once told me that in times of hardships and of grief uh, you can do one of two things you can either cling to God and go grow closer to him or you can separate yourself and move away from him uh, and I think that's so important in all the good times and the hard times so Lyman thank you once again uh, the cathedral men's group they're still meeting right right okay so when do they meet because we are gonna like massively explode that group as the goal 7 a.m. Saturday mornings Saturday mornings if at you the want cathedral. if you want to show up early there is donuts ready if you want to attend 8 o'clock mass see and we all know we all know Food is the true way to a man's <laughs> heart. That exactly. is just the truth. So once again, thanks so much, for Lyman. We really appreciate the conversation. Um, and, and also, I want to say thank you for that example, that example of, of young men being hopefully the changing catalyst within the church, within this community of believers, uh, that when these young men gravitate towards their faith and grab a hold of it so strongly, such as you did, uh, that it sets the example, that it brings others closer to holiness, and also, as we said, starts the, the formation of the domestic church. So thank you, Lyman, for joining us. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to go to break, and we're going to come back on the other side uh, talking with Kelly Wartman uh, from the Pregnancy and Adoption through Catholic Social Services. So once again, thank you, Lyman, and we'll see you in just a few minutes. All right, thank you. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 